day from the minute I wake up to the minute I go to bed, I'm alone. I talk with no one. I visit you a little bit. I talk to my wife on occasion and one or two friends on occasion. But I have absolutely nothing to attend to. There's no job that requires my attention whatsoever in any way. There's no planning that goes on. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's um, extremely free. There's only the moment. And changing clothing, because one minute I'm hot, the next minute I'm cold from the weather because I'm not used to the weather changes. Yes, it's been a bit um, erratic. Erratic. And not untypical of the English mm-hmm. weather like that, you know. Mm. I wondered a little bit about you because I thought mm, it must be a very good, unusual experience for you to be alone and that you'd make the best use of it. Yes. Because, um, in a way, when you're in a place that is new to you, it's possible to be almost inwardly like a monk in, a, in the yes, middle of a city. Exactly. Invisible. Yeah. In a sense, what what occurs for you is that you gradually lose not just the interest it lose, but the mechanism through which uh, mm. certain mm, attachments mm. can be sustained or mm. something. I don't know what something happens and it uh, well, that, yes. that somehow gets gets lost. Yes. I have not found anything wrong with it at all. No. <laughs> uh, the attention shrinks down mm. uh, very small and sort of dwells in a very small space. And yet, somehow, the shrinking attention mm-hmm. into this small space mm-hmm. is at the same time universal. Beautiful, beautiful. So, yes. um, there's a seeing which is a kind of itemized qualitative seeing that belongs really to the modification of the body mind experience when we are living in that uh, focus with inside that, that realm. That in in real self-awareness, uh, this shrinking that I mentioned before, that shrinking out of that, the interest in that in that um, domain mm-hmm. uh, happens, and somehow the consciousness only is only is sort of marinating in itself. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is like this. Mm-hmm. It, it is not something that often we speak too openly about because there's it's easily misunderstood and can be misinterpreted to be sort of like uh, self-centeredness mm. and selfishness in a, in a negative sense sure. but really it is not that it is really just it, it, because before as soon as consciousness uh, opens up and the attention rushes out into the, 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 let's say, outer world, so to speak, mm-hmm. the world of mm-hmm. names and forms mm-hmm. and so yes, on. Yes. 
it's as though the consciousness does not have a kind of a conscious self-absorbing time to itself mm. the mechanism of the functioning of the attention and senses mm-hmm. is always kind of like yeah. going out yeah. connecting uh, with uh, objects of its fascination yeah. and whatever yeah. it is and yeah. there's a continuous kind of engagement mm-hmm. myself I was asking some friends please observe and tell me as soon as the waking state occur does one find that we are propelled into um, into business through the attention you, is it always that as soon as the consciousness is available in the waking state mm. transacting interacting mm. pursuing mm-hmm. is an inevitable mm. movement or is it other than this mm. yes is it that uh, we are constantly at work um, working away in in the conscious time in the time of consciousness uh, are we constantly assessing life moving on from one concept to another one intention to another is there any rest mm-hmm. uh, what is the experience of people yes because what has been discovered here is what really is does not undergo any strain or stress mm-hmm. at all and uh, it is not a part of that world mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yet the manifest world the functioning of time space relationship names and forms and all of this clearly has no other place to have come from except this mm-hmm. at the same time mm-hmm. yet uh, so absolutely immaculate and clear it is that this is and there is no one being this and this is the next point there's nobody mm-hmm. who's achieved this and is being right, this right, right. there's no one good enough to be this no. <laughs> I mean, this is the mistake of the mind just <laughs> it is recognized that that this is really what is and what we truly are And the dynamic functioning of life, time, space, is what we appear to be. And I don't want to dismiss this appearance also, because mm. in some way the appearance, once understanding comes, the light of understanding comes to the mind, then the field of existence, of life, of the, the, the physical world, all of this, the whole theater of uh, the consciousness, is in a way to verify how deep the understanding has happened. The fruit has got to not only look good, but taste good. Mm-hmm. Meaning that it cannot just merely be a mental or intellectual comprehension, but that somehow the sense of uh, separate identity, ego, whatever, gets swallowed up and merges into that seeing. Mm-hmm. So therefore, this is when the fruit tastes good. Mm-hmm. Let's put it like that, yeah, as, 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 a, as a sense. No? And then the seeing is clear. Only then is the seeing clear mm-hmm. and complete. That all this that appears to be is also what is. Mm-hmm. This that is changeful mm-hmm. also is the expression of that Which is unchanging. Yeah. Yeah. 
you had used a phrase a couple times that uh, you had mentioned that I related to, uh, that's been related to. You said at one point you kind of walked away from your life. Yes, I walked out of my life. Yes, and this, yeah. my life has fallen away. In a sense, what happened is that I don't know what my life was anymore. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yes. And yes. what seems to happen without trying to claim any kind of victory in any way is that something here keeps um, something here keeps outgrowing itself in terms of uh, any sort of apparent limitations mm-hmm. you know of course, there are limitations within the bodily sure. experience. Yeah, the sure. body is, sure. experience is limited, of course. No? Sure. But in terms of the sense of being hemmed in by thought mm-hmm. and what would constitute or create or support the sense of being bound or hemmed in by thought, mm-hmm. it is somehow just cannot stand. It cannot mm-hmm. stand mm-hmm. somehow, you see. Mm-hmm. I don't see the basis for mm-hmm. it standing. Mm-hmm. There is only this, there's only this that uh, it has not been found uh, another option or possibility of what this can be, but what it is right now. And everything else is coming out of consciousness. Everything else is coming out of that Mm -hmm. liquid consciousness. Mm -hmm. Which um, all it is relative, all it is perceivable, mm-hmm. and uh, even the sense of one who is perceiving it. All of this, you know, all of this is just the, the play of the consciousness. And it was right when Sri Bhagwan say that the experiencer and what is being experienced, and the functioning of experiencing, they are all the same one mm-hmm. play of consciousness. Mm-hmm. You know? And somehow that that insight, that knowledge, was very helpful <laughs> for um, for becoming very clear that any aspect of the manifest world, as it occurs to the consciousness that I am, all of them are held inside the realm of consciousness, mm-hmm. and without the consciousness arising. Mm. Okay. Um, there's no, there's no world. There's no, okay. there's no duality. There's no division, separation, perception. There's no time relation. So all of this, I don't see it. I cannot see it as a, just merely an accident. I don't see it as an accident. Sure. Don't see it like this is a fault in the universe. <laughs> it, it is definitely for for my way of seeing, a mechanism that is a device of the supreme in order to. In order to taste the experiencing, you know, somehow. Otherwise, not. It's not possible. So it is the same absolute principle, the supreme being that manifest as uh, as a feeling of existence, as the feeling I exist, I am, 
in, in the body. It is the same thing. Mm. The I am, I would say, is the earliest mm. arising mm. from that space. Mm. Mm. The earliest announcing of mm. Mm. anything was that feeling uh, I am, mm -hmm. which is synonymous with consciousness. Mm -hmm. They are together going. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, um, and to be clear that that I am is not, has never been, nor will it ever be a person. Right. It is just a consciousness. And it is very important for people to to really contemplate these things, you know. Because the I has been given over to the person, mm -hmm. the personality, mm -hmm. and in almost all cases mm -hmm. we're referring to I mm -hmm. um, as the body, mm -hmm. as body and mind. Mm -hmm. So it takes contemplating, you know, mm -hmm. to sit with that and let it marinate completely mm -hmm. that the being join the understanding together to become mm -hmm. one somehow. Mm -hmm. Marinating is a good word, eh? Marinating? Yes, I feel somehow. This word came to me. I used to uh, watch, you know, uh, sometimes uh, on television I see the people cooking and they mm -hmm. talk with marinating and I says, okay, now I see what they're talking about. <laughs> it has to, something has to, you know, rest in the juice. Yeah, yeah. But this marinating that I speak about is that which is resting inside its own juice, not another juice. Yes. It has to marinate yes. in itself yeah. like that, you see. Hmm. Mm. There is a point where um, one is not really trading with the word, with the world, really. I don't know if I can express it better than this, but the interest to transact mm -hmm. or to create. Mm -hmm for any kind of personal benefit mm -hmm, or something mm -hmm, like this. Mm -hmm. The whole sense of being is caught up in, mm -hmm, in only mm -hmm. perpetuating and spreading yes, the, yes. The, 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 the the understanding. It's like that. Yes. Mm. I, 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 I. It seems that the planning and the projections come out of some misperceived sense of insufficiency or incompleteness. Also out of uh, restlessness. Mm. Sometimes uh, actually activity is just arising out of restlessness. Mm. Uh, the inability to, to, to be in quietude. Mm -hmm. But then I would want to question, you see, that really the deeper inquiry, deeper uh, um, contemplation needs to happen. Because this, uh, this agitation, this restlessness, it can only really persist if the sense of being a person is there, you see. Otherwise, it has no support. Huh? Even the one who would perceive and name something restlessness. Uh, that one wouldn't arise if there's no if no no sense of uh, a person doing it. Muji, there's no restlessness here. Mm. 
peacefulness supreme. Momentarily, any any movement can occur. Sure. But they cannot become residential. You see. Uh, yeah. See any movement. Like uh, the way you always say that. Yeah. Yeah. Any movement can can occur, can happen, no? And we we must be completely at ease about that. Mm. Mm. And just like uh, in nature, every movement is going to take place. Who keeps the records of them? <laughs> you see. So here also, any movement may 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 occur, if there isn't really a um, identity with them, if there isn't really the sense that uh, there's something happening to me and it's stopping me from being what what what. And then it doesn't leave any, it doesn't leave any footprint in the consciousness. It doesn't register itself. I've tried to point this out before, you know, that um, when consciousness is uh, present, the sen- the senses come into play. They're active, you know. Mm. But is the very fact that they are merely active and or operative? mean that they are registering impressions, you mm. see. You know? Because when waking up happens, eyes open, uh, hearing is present, smelling all the, all the functions are there. Does it mean that there is a trader behind them, mm. you see? And this is uh, important because like this one can move in life, move about in the world. If you point the attention in any direction, then somehow it's as though something gets highlighted for a moment mm-hmm. that you can look at it uh, with more focus. Mm-hmm. But even that doesn't necessarily imply or compel mm-hmm. sort of registration and identification. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can look very intimately mm-hmm. at some object mm-hmm. or thought mm-hmm. without it leaving any smell mm-hmm. on you. Mm-hmm. So what must be what must be absent for that mm-hmm, to happen? Mm-hmm. What must be absent mm-hmm. for perception of the manifest world and of thought, feeling, mm-hmm. time, and so on? Mm-hmm. What must happen that perception of that world can take place without embedding any memory, mm-hmm. any seed inside the consciousness? Mm-hmm. It must be an absence of um, identification. You always use that term, unassociated being. Yes. Which yes. is unassociated. Yes. Not engaged. And I say this because it, it's, it seems as though there is a misunderstanding in the minds of some people that uh, what I'm speaking about means almost like an, a non-perceiving. Mm-hmm. But perception is taking place. Mm-hmm. It's completely cool. Mm-hmm. The, the seeing, the perceiving is completely mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Everything can be looked at. Mm-hmm. You're not wearing blinkers or nothing. Right. So everything right. can be right. and, uh, responded to. Conversations mm-hmm. can happen. The meeting of friends, everything. Yes. Yes. But there is something deeper down that is mm-hmm. not happening, mm-hmm. and that non-happening is the non-happening of identifying as I am this person, mm-hmm. I have this particular life, I am not particularly yes. anything, you see, yes. I am not particularly anything. Mm-hmm. So this uh, base of nothingness underlying uh, the, mm-hmm. Whole, mm-hmm. the whole spectrum of mm-hmm. perceiving, mm-hmm. And this is the this is the beauty, in fact, mm-hmm. of what you call the liberated mind or mm-hmm. the natural mind. Mm-hmm. We can use the word natural mind. Natural mind, yes, yes, yes. Um, 
that doesn't have to be uh, strict and uh, self contained no no it's it's more like space mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. unbound mm. Mm. and this is the this is the i don't want to use the word secret it's just no, it's just what no, is available no, this no, is the opportunity no, no? Yes, yes, yes. this is the opportunity yeah. um, to uh, how to be somehow in in this life because mm-hmm. however much the appreciation of the supreme occurs in the mind and intellect we cannot dismiss uh, uh, the dynamic world right. of uh, names and forms mm-hmm. and sure. the feeling of existence sure. in this body sure. because uh, it would not be natural to keep on denying or dismissing or oh, that's not real that's not real almost mm-hmm. that sounds mm-hmm. like there's some fear mm-hmm. it is what it means by this is that it is seen now mm-hmm. having come home to the true mm-hmm. that the relative and the limited uh, expression of consciousness mm-hmm. they there is still they are still pervaded by the supreme everything the presence is in all of them mm-hmm. it's the mind that creates the sense of division yes and good and bad and evil and all of this mm, comes in through this yes, yes. but from the place of pure seeing all of this is it all this all this life mm-hmm. and including the mind even in its in its grosser state all arises out of this mm-hmm. hearing without a hearer seeing without a seer perceiving without a perceiver that will be the inner confirmation it is not a teaching that can be learned no. it can only be an intuition or sort of a recognition yes. that behind all these functions mm-hmm. there there is not mm-hmm. there is not sort of like a, you know a particular entity <laughs> operating <laughs> and that is probably one of the most profound understanding that will happen no, because so. otherwise the ego the sense of separateness will always claim mm, victory always claim yeah. you know it uh, this is one of my attributes is always yeah, claim I, I have, have done I this i have arrived so yes 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 proclaiming it and, and this is this is the ignorance that is seems all pervading i mean because mm-hmm. sentience gets somehow mm, deluded by this mm-hmm. was this clear to you before meeting papaji or in, in it was not clear no, no it was not clear before prior to meeting papaji what happened is here in brixton here in brixton the what ex- an experience arose in that experience it was clear the first experience was that this feeling of i was very small and it was not it was not didn't have any power mm-hmm. and that there was a power independent of this mm-hmm. feeling of i the little i the small self or whatever mm-hmm. you may call it mm-hmm. that was capable of manifesting itself in this body and its presence was felt as a in my language my, my conditioning it was the holiness or the god presence i announced itself it right. was a clear there was mm-hmm. a sense of myself mm-hmm. sense of i and a, a clear sense that 
now something really has changed mm -hmm. now there is a presence here mm -hmm. and it was somehow taking care of me mm -hmm. in terms of what i needed to learn mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. needed to be cleaned out mm -hmm. that i there was not an i in charge yes. and whenever that feeling of a me would surface mm -hmm. it would be the one that makes the mistake mm -hmm. sure. <laughs> so what was happening in that period was that there was uh, something may manifest very uh, pleasantly beautifully and then the eye arose to sort of say wow you did really well mm -hmm. on this mm -hmm. and whenever that was felt yes. it immediately a spell would come out of it <laughs> and that smell coming out was very good for me at the time because it allowed me to see that I had to let go of me Something I had to let go of this me, which was getting in the way, which I called ego. And I knew that that ego had so much hidden itself inside my being. <laughs> I wasn't quite sure which is me, which is ego, you see. And it was full of surprise. You know? And so there was a struggle, but always I felt uh, beautifully uh, privileged. It was, I felt uh, it was a very great fortune for me that... Uh, that this presence did not go away. It didn't feel like, oh, it came and it well, went away. It was that experience. It, it really felt like it, it had sort of moved in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, I, I just felt like my father had returned or something. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever, fa the, the most pure sense of mm -hmm. father had returned mm -hmm. inside and mm -hmm. was cleaning the house. Mm -hmm. This is how it felt, you know. But there was definitely still a feeling of I. Mm -hmm. But what was happening is that that eye had turned its face away from the world, because uh -huh. from aspiring in the world. Those days, I was working as an artist, you know, yes. producing paintings and yes. trying to exhibit my yes. work and so on. Yes. Uh -huh. And suddenly, there was a complete shift of mm -hmm. my attention, mm -hmm. and everything <coughs> wanted to pour itself into this possibility, into this embrace. I just wanted to drown, to die, I would say. If you require anything of me, the little that I can do, if anything at all, then I'm saying yes. I'm saying yes. If you test me, you know I will fail. I have no power mm. by myself. Sure. Your power alone is powerful. Yeah. You yeah. see, my power is arrogance. Yeah. And so this was the sort of relationship I had with that mm, that feeling. Mm -hmm. And uh, I feel that uh, speaking to God... I was coming more and more to know that I was not just a person, but that uh, I was uh, sort of consciousness, because I could not separate the sense of I, mm -hmm. which is historical and with memory, mm -hmm. from this feeling of presence, mm -hmm. which had become the new environment of me. Mm -hmm. You see, there was more. Uh, I was more an environment, cocoon in this. Mm -hmm. This love and this richness and this warmth, and this depth, this yeah. unfolding insight and, and intuitive learning. You know? Now, the word here that comes is melting. You know, like butter melting. Yes. There was a tab of butter. Yes, yes. Something, the melting was occurring because uh, there was definitely, on my part, so to speak, a surrendering taking place. Mm -hmm. And there was, it really was unquestioned, you see. Mm hmm. When I hear people speak and say, oh, I didn't know if that's really my mind playing games. And so mm -hmm. I, I, none of these things. I don't <laughs> see there was a space yeah. 
to have such thoughts because yeah, it was yeah. so obviously yes, clear yes, that yes, there wasn't yes, a me yes, doing anything yes, about it. Yes, I, I don't have the trickery. That's exactly my experience. So um, it was totally um, unquestioned and welcomed and yes. like this. Mm. That's that captures it all. Captures it all. So that feeling of surrendering, that surrendering, whatever it meant, um, was. the sense of my undoing and being undone mm -hmm. somehow mm -hmm. and uh, this is a good word and the feeling, and undoing, the feeling undoing is a very good phrase eh? yes and the feeling that uh, there was more a sort of presence replacing the, mm -hmm. the sort of like the mm -hmm. the bodily me yeah, 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 yeah. the bodily me mm -hmm. was being replaced by uh, mm -hmm. presence you see so that's really started in 1987, and it culminated in 1993. Mm -hmm. uh, I went to India, and not with anything. I just wanted to go to Sri Ramakrishna's place because I, that was one of the books I, yeah, I, I started one of the few books. Re reading. Yes, because I didn't read books. Mm -hmm. Even now, I am not so inclined to read books mm -hmm. at all. You know? But in those days, definitely I had not read, not, it was not an appeal for me, books, unless they had pictures in them. I was not really drawn mm -hmm. to books. Mm -hmm. But a fascination arose inside to learn quickly, as much as I could, about what was happening to me. Mm -hmm. That was also going on. And I came across this book of Sri Ramakrishna. And it became my second Bible, in a way. I read it. I didn't want to come to the end of it. It was so, it was mm -hmm. so, so, it was so rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when the opportunity came to go to India, uh, through the grace of my sister, actually, she gave me money to go. And uh, I had not any desire, feeling, intention to meet any guru or nothing like this. Right. I felt it was more, not just a nostalgic uh, or a, a sentimental journey to Ramakrishna's place in Calcutta, but it was like a, a pilgrimage, you know, to go there. Mm -hmm. But I never got to that place, mm -hmm. you know. I, I, I may have said to you before that I encountered some devotees of Papaji, mm -hmm. and uh, through them I came to meet Papaji. Mm -hmm. I did not know anything about. I never met any guru or you know. So this was early nineties. It's nineteen ninety-three. Ninety-three. Yes, I met Papaji. I think in November of ninety-three, mm. and then somehow. Mm -hmm. The years before was filled more with um, bliss, uh, wonder, and some kind of mystical life, you know, mm. which was very much being enjoyed. Mm -hmm. I was enjoying, even that I don't know who I am. Mm -hmm. I was enjoying mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. before, to be yeah. honest. No? Mm -hmm. Mm. All the context that the relying, the the, the reliable context so of life, I, I it was so not. Um, I, I I couldn't really depend on anything. Yes, yes, yes. All the grounds were shifting. Everything yes. that I felt yes. uh, was yes. like so turned out to be not so, and yes, so on. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, so when I met uh, Papaji, in a short time. I came to 
recognized through his teachings and his pointings that he was not pointing somewhere else. Mm-hmm. He was not pointing above mm-hmm. or yeah, yeah. you see, he was oh, kind yeah. of in- telling you this is your own your mm-hmm. own self, you know. And that message began to open up mm-hmm. somehow inside. Mm-hmm. And uh, it became more and more um, clear yes. that um, there was no landing place, there was mm-hmm. no there was no there was no special location. place no that could be found and it, mm-hmm. and so this this changed mm-hmm. this addition to the feeling of great bliss and joy mm-hmm. uh, became uh, emptiness mm-hmm. emptiness mm-hmm. was uh, becoming something more pronounced mm-hmm. And I cannot say the emptiness is different from the love or the bliss mm-hmm, somehow, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But in that moment, it was felt to be different, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kind of felt like it was without content. Mm-hmm. But in the feeling and the recognition of that emptiness, there was something that you would not imagine emptiness would contain. Mm-hmm. It, I, I, I still can't find a word for it. No words. There was something that and emptiness, emptiness contained something. Mm-hmm. That that is not what you would think if you just heard the word. Mm-hmm. It's not just space. Sure, sure, it sure. is something. Maybe it is love. Mm-hmm.